Hello, a very warm welcome to you. In this episode, we're looking at how to use forgiveness to transform your life. How to forgive, how to forgive others and how to forgive yourself. I'd like to share with you a very powerful and effective method that will enable you to forgive and it's called the four steps to forgiveness. However, before we go into that, I'd just like to spend a few minutes going into some of the background and some of the benefits of forgiveness that will help you feel motivated and connected with the materials so it will make it more effective as you work through the four steps to forgiveness. A while ago I was giving a talk to a group of people that were mostly professional business types. So I was giving the introduction to the talk, I gave a bit of background about myself which included me mentioning that I, I give workshops on forgiveness and teach people how to forgive. One of the participants responded by saying, well, how can we forgive? Why is forgiveness so difficult? And so what I said to this lady was that the reason you can't forgive is probably very simple. It's most likely because nobody has shown you how to do it. And what was amazing was to see the startled and surprised looks on the faces of the people in this group as they realized the truth of what I just said to them. Because many people can't forgive simply because no one's shown them how. No one's shown them how to forgive. And this was a very well-educated and very well-informed group of people. Yet even this well-educated, well-informed group of people hadn't realized that forgiveness was something that they could learn and actually needed to learn and that somebody could teach them how to do it. Which goes to show how widespread this problem is. So then the lady who had asked the question says, well, can you show us how to forgive? Can you teach us how to do it? So the presentation then changed into being a workshop on how to forgive. Now, this wasn't a religious group. This was a, a secular group of business types and professionals of various kinds. Because it's not surprising to come across many people who don't know how to forgive for the simple reason that they don't have a method that they can use. So there's other things that block people from being able to forgive. But that's one of the primary ones, is that for hundreds, probably for thousands of years, people have been told you should forgive. But not many people have actually been shown a way to actually do it. And other people come to feel that forgiveness is purely a religious thing when it's not. It's essential for psychological health. And many people have this secret guilt or shame or fear or something around the fact that they want to forgive. They know they or they believe they should forgive. And I'm, I'm not really into should myself. I don't think it's a good way to look at it. But people believe they should forgive and yet they don't forgive and they feel somehow bad about themselves. They might even feel like, oh, there's something wrong with me. I just can't forgive anybody. I, I just can't do it. And the only reason they can't do it is because nobody's shown them how to do it. I grew up as a, a Christian and yet I don't remember anybody ever showing me how to forgive. I remember being preached at and told I should forgive many times, but I don't remember somebody sitting me down and saying, look, here's a way to do it. Here's some steps you can take that will enable you to forgive. That just did not happen. Later on in life, I was lucky enough to come across some things that helped. Ironically, not through the religion I grew up with, and I didn't learn to forgive that way. And of course, forgiveness is not just a religious thing. It's a thing about, it can be entirely secular. You know, atheists can learn to forgive. Agnostics can learn to forgive. It's nothing to do with what religion the person has or doesn't have. It's an inner process that 
has been in place within us human beings long before there was anything that could be called or would be recognizable to us modern human beings as a, as a religion. So that need and that capacity has always been there. So my approach is to tap into that capacity irrespective of whether the person follows a religion or doesn't follow a religion. And yet, if they do follow a religion, they can still use the method and adapt it to the religion if they want. It's an open source, openly accessible method for forgiveness. And the reason why I don't tell people anything like you should forgive, I much prefer a more constructive approach because, I, because when I think when people are shown the benefits that forgiveness will bring them, and they're shown a method of how to forgive, they'll do it anyway. They'll, they'll adapt to it. They'll, they'll grab it and run with it. And when people get shooted at, oh, you should do this, you should do that, and not taught how to do it, it makes them crazy. It makes a, a split within the person where they feel bad about themselves and ashamed about themselves. This makes people easy to manipulate through guilt and shame and fear because they feel in some level there's something there's something wrong with me is the feeling they have. If they're carrying that through their life, then, as I say, it becomes easier to control and manipulate people. And whether that was intentional, I don't know, but we don't have to live that way any longer. We can become self-empowered. We can learn how to forgive. We can derive the psychological benefits and the health benefits of forgiving. So the main benefits for forgiveness is it helps you become free of the past and it helps you be able to decide how events will affect you. It helps you achieve some form of mastery of how and what impact or what effect and what impact the behavior of other people will have on you. Now, it's important to know that forgiveness can also include goodbye. <laughs> that you can forgive somebody and still decide to have nothing to do with them because they're maybe abusive or violent or just too dangerous for you to be around. Or you just have gone your separate ways and it doesn't make sense to reconnect in any way. So forgiveness is mostly about releasing yourself of the pain associated with an event and being free to see more clearly what you need to do about it. Because some people stay in painful relationships because they feel some sense of guilt and shame in themselves and they get in these unhappy, codependent, as, as sometimes they're called, relationships where two people are basically inflicting pain on each other. And doing some forgiveness work frees that person to be able to make choices. And that choice may be to move on. It might not. It might be a choice to be able to see ways they could make the relationship into a healthy relationship. But then they would have freedom to make choices. And that's one of the great gifts of forgiveness. It brings a lot of inner freedom which results in freedom of action. So forgiveness and the, the practice of forgiveness frees you from being guilt-tripped into being in a relationship and doing things that are not good for you and don't feel healthy to you. Yet also forgiveness work frees you from acting out of vengeance, from deciding, okay, I'm going to leave this person to punish them. I'm angry at them. I'm going to punish them. So it saves you from both distortions of emotion of of uh, being stuck in a relationship that's not healthy and doing things out of, out of vengeance. It lets you make clearer, wiser choices and it allows you 
to extract the wisdom from your experiences. When we haven't forgiven somebody, or uh, usually there's a certain amount of pain involved in that unforgiving state. And when we do forgiveness work, such as by using the four steps to forgiveness, it allows us to integrate the experience so we extract the wisdom, wisdom rather than wounds. So we, before we forgive something, it's a wound. After we've forgiven it, it becomes wisdom. We experience insights and ideas and information about how we can live our lives so that we don't create the same circumstances again. Whereas when we're walking wounded, when we're kind of walking around with these wounds and we tend to, and accumulating them as we go through life, if we're not doing forgiveness work on a regular basis, our attitude and beliefs and our mind becomes clouded with those experiences and it's like undigested food in our in our psyche in our in our in our system and our mental and emotional system we've got all this undigested stuff um, and having undigested stuff in your system that stays there for ages is obviously not good it's potentially toxic so how then do you forgive so let's do the four steps to forgiveness together you need a piece of paper and something to write with. I recommend you do this on paper, by the way, to begin with, if possible. We'll start using the four steps to forgive someone else. Forgiving yourself is slightly different. So let's start off with forgiving someone else. You probably need to pause the recording between the steps in order to give yourself time to write. Step one, wanting. Write, I want to forgive, and then write the name of the person you want to forgive, for, then write what you want to forgive them for. For example, you might write, I want to forgive John for getting angry and shouting at me. So you're writing, I want to forgive their name and for what you want to forgive them for. Step two, you write your current unhappy feelings about the situation. Not how you felt about it in the past, but how you feel about it now, right now in this moment, what feelings come up. So you're writing a list of feelings. You might feel anger, you might feel resentful, vengeful, furious. So you write a list of your current and unhappy feelings. Try and at least get two or three. And feel free to pause this recording as and when you need to, to give yourself more time. Then step three for forgiving others is what benefits will you receive for forgiving this person? Just close your eyes for a moment if you like and think about how will you feel when you've completely forgiven them? It's gone, it's done, you're no longer carrying whatever these unhappy feelings you had. In fact, a good clue to the benefits you'll get is you will tend to have feelings that are the opposite that you wrote in step two. So anger may turn into more like a peaceful f feeling and you might um, have a sense of freedom. Feel into it. How, you, how will you stand differently? How, would you move differently? Would How would that express in your body, the feeling of forgiving this person? doesn't mean you have to have a ongoing relationship with this person, that's another choice. So we do this forgiveness work, then we see what to do about any ongoing relationship and whether we want one or not.
So once you've got a list of benefits written down, we go to step four and we're going to write an affirmation. However, we're going to use some of the benefits that you wrote in step three as part of that affirmation. So have a look at what you wrote in step three and highlight two of the benefits that most appeal to you right in this moment, the juiciest, most interesting ones. And the affirmation is, I forgive whoever it is, write their name, and I accept the, and then you write the benefits that you selected earlier from step three. That forgiveness brings. So it's, I forgive, write their name, and I accept the, write the benefits you've highlighted from step three, that forgiveness it brings. For example, say you're forgiving someone called John and that you highlighted peace and freedom as the benefits that appealed to you most from what you wrote in step three, then the affirmation would become, I forgive John and I accept the peace and freedom that forgiveness brings. Once you've written out this affirmation, you read it to yourself slowly in the silence of your mind at least three times. So you just take your time reading it slowly. Then once you've done that, you go back to step one. So what we're going to do is keep going around the four steps until you feel clear. So we'll start with step one and say, well, is there something you want to change in the wording of what you wrote in step one? Is it something different you really need to forgive them for? If not, then just leave it as it is and then move to step two. Is there something you want to add to the current unhappy feelings or some that don't really matter to you now and you score those out? And then the same with step three. Are there benefits you want to add to step three? And then you go to step four and you pick two or three of the juiciest, most interesting, most appealing benefits that you've written in step three and make an affirmation out of it in step four. Then you again read it to yourself in the silence of your mind and then go back to step one again and you keep going around until you feel clear. That's the main way of using the four steps to forgiveness to forgive others. What about forgiving yourself? Say, for example, somebody needs to forgive themselves for getting angry at their girlfriend, boyfriend, or what have you. Step one, wanting. So to forgive yourself, you write, I want to forgive myself for, and then you write what it is you want to forgive yourself for. For example, I want to forgive myself for getting angry at Jane. Step two, you look at your current unhappy feelings about the situation. Maybe you're angry at yourself, or you might be fearful about what's going to happen because you feel you've done something bad, you might feel guilt or shame. So you write down your current unhappy feelings about what you need to forgive yourself for. So try and at least get two or three. Step three, you're going to look at the benefits, but when you're forgiving yourself, Step three has actually two parts. It's step three A and step three B. And step three A is you write the benefits that you'll get for forgiving yourself. And partly that might be feeling the opposite of what you've written in step two. So what benefits will you get 
when you've forgiven yourself for this. Imagine you've forgiven yourself, you'd let it go and you felt good about yourself again. How would you behave differently? How would you be different? And how would that benefit you? Try and find at least a couple of benefits. Now we do step 3B, which is what benefits will other people get from you forgiving yourself? Because if you look at the way you'll be behaving differently, especially the people closest to you will benefit from that. Like, say, for example, you're happier in yourself. Then that happiness will spread to the people around you. You'll be able to have more to give to them. You'll have more to offer them. So in a way, forgiving yourself is a very generous thing to do. It's a very unselfish thing to do because you've got more to share. You've got more to give. So just think a little bit about what benefits will other people, especially people closest to you, get from you forgiving yourself for this. Then what you do is have a look at step 3A and you underline or circle two of the benefits that you'll get for forgiving yourself. Two of the most appealing benefits that you'll get for forgiving yourself. So just mark two or three of them and we'll use them in an affirmation in step four. So step four, you write, I forgive myself and I accept the, then you write the benefits that you selected earlier, that forgiveness brings. So say you chose peace and freedom as the two benefits that most appeal to you. I forgive myself and I accept the benefits of peace and freedom that forgiveness brings. Having written out your affirmation, you read it slowly in the silence of your mind at least three times. And then you go back to step one and we're going to go around the steps a number of times. You look at what you wrote in step one. Is what you wrote in step one what you really need to forgive yourself for or is there something deeper? So if you want to change step one, go ahead. Otherwise, just move to step two. And you just keep carrying on around the steps, making changes if you want to as you go around. And each time you come back to step four, Rewrite the affirmation and, and say it again to yourself in the silence of your mind. And then go back to step one again and keep going around until you feel clear. A sense of ease, a sense of letting go. What you may find in this is that sometimes we need to switch between forgiving the other person and forgiving ourselves. Often they're interlinked. Because for one thing, um, if we've need to forgive another person sometimes we feel like oh why did I put up with this for so long I should have known that this was going to turn out this way and we're self-blaming we're criticizing ourselves and judging ourselves so often when we're forgiving somebody else we also need to forgive ourselves and what you find is that as you're practicing forgiving other people you actually become reconciled with yourself you get a huge boost for your self-esteem and your self-confidence because you realize you're a much more forgiving person than you were aware of and that forgiveness can come far more easily and far more naturally to you than being unforgiving. <laughs> Through forgiveness work such as using the four steps to forgiveness you discover there's a lot of goodness in you that you might not have realized is there just waiting for you to tap into it. I hope you find this useful 
Forgiveness can have a deep and profound effect on your sense of well-being, your capacity to be happy, your capacity to create success in your life. I hope that you benefit from the four steps to forgiveness and that you use it regularly and that you share it with friends. For more on forgiveness and different ways to transform your life through personal growth and spiritual growth, please check out the other episodes on here. And you can check out my website, w-f-m.com.